Good morning, and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea here in beautiful Narragansett. This morning's service has been pre-recorded to allow us to have as full and as many people involved in the service as possible, observing all stringent COVID safety requirements. Before we begin our service this morning, just a couple of announcements to the congregation. First, uh, we are in the midst of pledge season. If you have not done so already, please take a moment right after the service to fill out your pledge card and send it back in. This will help our treasurer begin putting a budget together for next year. Also for the community market, we are in the midst of gathering socks for our Christmas giveaway. And finally, this week, you will be receiving a mailing from the church also talking about Christmas donations for our Christmas pre-recorded service. On that note, please stand if you're at home and turn to hymn 544 and sing along as we begin our service this morning. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, 
have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, whose will it is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth, divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out as shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among the scattered sheep. So I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from their countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountain of Israel by the water courses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. I will feed them with good pastures and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture. There they shall lie down in good grazing land and shall feed on rich pastures on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost and I will bring back the strayed and I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak, but the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. Therefore, says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you pushed with flank and shoulder and butted at all the weak animals with your horns until you scattered them far and wide, I will save my flock and they shall no longer be ravaged. I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Thanks be to God. Please join me in reading Psalm 95. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand, are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, 
and kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. A reading from Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats and he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you? or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in person and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, 
just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family. You did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The summer before my third year of seminary, I took a clinical unit at what was then Long Lane School. It was basically the juvenile prison in Connecticut. If there was ever a place to behold that was depressing, it was Long Lane. If you looked at the statistics, for the young people aging anywhere from 10 to 18, you would find that nearly 95% of them came from homes of great poverty. They had suffered physical neglect. Many had been physically abused. And of the female population, almost 100% had at some point been sexually assaulted. For me, at 25, and having been raised in what, from a, what could appear from that perspective as having hit the lottery in terms of family life, I had to ask myself this question. Why had God seemingly have abandoned them? And I carried that question with me for quite a while. But then as I began to observe the staff who looked after these young people, who marched with them both in the front and the back of their lines from place to place, who made sure that every night they brushed their teeth and showered before bed, and made sure they ate every day and went to class, I began to see light emerge in that dark and dismal place. I began to see the light of Christ begin to form around this place in the form of the people who worked there, who cared for the young people, celebrated their successes, and grieved with them their failures. 
And as I worked there as a summer chaplain, I too became aware that God had not abandoned them, but God had set me also, just like the other staff members, to be conduits in their lives of God's love and peace. As I think about that summer, I am reminded of St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians. In the 13th chapter, he ends with the words, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Now, if we look into the Greek of that passage, we realize that the actual word for love is agape which in King James is often translated as charity, one's concern for another person. You can also use the term mercy for that word as well. So what Paul tells us at the end of that chapter, all about love, it's really about charity. And if we have not charity in our hearts, he tells us, then we are nothing. Paul's words to the Corinthians is on par with today's gospel. For many of us, today's gospel left us uncomfortable because it is Jesus speaking to his followers. And he's talking to them about being separated Here is the sheep and the goats, those who qualify to enter into the kingdom of God and those who don't. Those who we heard a couple of weeks ago that will be recognized by the king of the household and those who will not. And what this passage tells us is basically this. To be followers of Christ We are judged by the mercy we offer to others. Do we reflect the mercy that God has given us through the cross in our action towards others? So often we talk about the heart as being the vessel in which God's love is held within us. What this gospel passage tells us and what I discovered during my summer at Long Lane School is that it's not about our hearts being a vessel to contain the love of God. It's about our hearts being a conduit to allow itself to be filled with the love of God only to let it flow through us as we offer offer each other the mercy, the love, and the assurance of God to others. This morning we are celebrating the Feast of Christ the King, the last Sunday of Pentecost. It is the day in the church year when we recognize and acknowledge our hope in what will be. The day when Christ will sit in majesty and all the world will pay homage to him. How we are called to pay homage to our risen King is not by being vessels of God's love, but by being conduits of God's love here on earth.
Amen. Let us affirm our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead in the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace, we pray to you, Lord God. For all people in their daily life and work, for our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. For this community, the nation, and the world. For all who work for justice, freedom, and peace. For the just and proper use of your creation. For the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth. For Michael Curry, our presiding bishop, and Nicholas Nisley, our bishop, and all bishops and other ministers, for all who serve God in his church, for the special needs and concerns of this congregation. Hear us, Lord, for your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of this life. We will exalt you, O God, our King, and praise your name forever and ever. We pray for all who have died, that they may have a place in your eternal kingdom. Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them who put their trust in you. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, I ask for your prayers for a safe thanksgiving and comfort for those who are unable to gather with their families this year. 
in the parish cycle of prayer. I ask your prayers for Craig, Maureen, Chelsea, and Kaylee Swan, John and tu Sue Tassone, and DJ, Trish, Megan, Paige, and Andrew Taylor. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. Let us greet those who are around you with a sign of Christ's peace, and to let others who are watching this service with you at home, in other places, put a note in the comments bar below the video to let people know you're here by just saying, peace be with you, and greeting each other. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, and make good your vow to the Most High.
All things come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right, and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. For you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy and peace, and at the last day bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask for your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him. In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say,
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Holy Eternal Majesty, Holy Incarnate Word, Holy Abiding Spirit, bless you and keep you evermore in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God.